Uh, Jamie Cockshut, you still there, Jamie? Yeah, mate. And we've got Brooke Hammond on the line as well. Brooke, you there, ready to go? Ready to go, thanks, Toby. And you can hear each other? Certainly can. Beautiful. Now, Brooke, firstly, uh, we're always looking for someone uh, from Taz Racing who's a bit different, and Strez Lecky Lady won a Shepparton Cup, so I thought it'd be a good time with the Shepparton Cup this Saturday night to get someone on connected with her. So you were only about 15 years of age or 13 years of age when she first started racing. So tell us a little bit about your memories of Strezlecki Lady. Yeah, she she's probably the one that got us the bug, really. Um, she was my grandfather's horse. Um, he originally come from Flinders Island and 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 you know, unfashionably bred sort of mare. And um, I think Pop tried a few trainers from my memory that sort of said, no, we don't want her. And Dickies ended up taking her and um, did a super job with her. And yeah, she, I'd certainly love to have another one like her now in the stable. Is that why she didn't race it at the age of two? Because they were just... just she actually, yeah. Yeah, she started her career for her life, basically, on Flinders Island. Um, and Pop, we moved over... To, to mainland Tassie, you know, to mum and dad to put us through school, etc. And Pop moved with us and, and brought the horses that he had left and um, she was one of them, yeah. Yeah, wow. So she went pretty well as a three-year-old, six starts for three wins. And then as a four-year-old, she'd had 13 starts, seven wins, three placings. And you'd gone from Flinders Island to the main island of Tassie and then you went to an even more main island of Australia and, and had a crack at a ladyship cup with her. Yeah, I don't, I don't know the full story. I just had a look last night, actually, yeah. um, how Dick became associated with Kevin Chisholm. But I know Dick took her over to Melbourne for a, I think it might have been that ladyship race. It was a stand, I believe, for memory, and yep. she swung around and went the wrong way. Um, right. And then she stayed there, and Kevin won a couple with her, and um, she came home, and then went back later on down the track. Dick sort of developed a relationship with Kevin, and. And I know as a kid, um, at one point, you know, Kevin was portraying that she he thought she could have been one of the best mares in Australia. Um, but at that time, my pop was old and, and ill and, and he kind of just wanted to, to have a here, you know, locally um, to race so he could go to the races and watch her. It's about all he lived for. And, and so she came home. But, no, she certainly did a terrific job, for sure. Do you, do you remember her winning that Shepparton Cup off 20 metres? was a pretty good win, really. Well, actually, when you guys got in touch last night, I looked it up. She actually broke the track record that night. Um, uh, and I think she was off 20 and they stood and went 2-1. And Kevin drove her pretty uh, pretty aggressively yeah. from memory three wide to the breeze and she just kept running. So she was definitely more a staying sort of mare than a than a sit sprint mare. But, I mean, Jamie would remember the old Hobart showgrounds. Like, she won going around there in 157 and... Um, you know, she competed in the Interminion, went out to Vancelot, won it in Hobart. So she definitely wasn't a slouch. You know, she probably wasn't up to the best in the land at that time, but definitely, definitely was a good ride. What was your memories of her, Jamie? Oh, I can just remember, but she was, like Brooke mentioned, she was a very tough horse. Like, she could do plenty of work in her races. And, you know, she just had that will to win and she'd keep coming. I can't remember competing in that in Interminion. Brooke, that was one of the first... Uh, meetings I really went to that got me got gave me the bug to be honest to really get involved in harness racing. But she was a great horse, and you know, like you've mentioned, you know, your, your father and your grandfather have had plenty of good horses over the years. But 
you know, she went to the breeding barn and she produced a couple of really nice ones where the injury cut their career career down, especially one that was pretty close to you called Stress Lecky Time. Um, he was out of time standing still, which was only a, a fashionable stallion, but I think he had you know, 10 or 11, 10 or 11 starts and probably won 50% of his races and he definitely had plenty of ability, but um, we never got to see the best of him. Yeah, for sure. She um, she actually, I think when he was foaled, she got really sick and, and she retained a bit of the afterbirth and, and we almost lost her. Um, and fast forward down the track, that little horse was a terrific little horse. I think he had 10 starts for six wins and I think his last win was in the Scottsdale Cup. And when you watch the replay of that race, he's actually a bit sore. Um, he ended up breaking uh, three different bones in three different legs and, and we reckon it all stems back to when she got sick when he was only, you know, two or three days old, you know, his, his bones were a bit fragile and he was a really good horse. Um, definitely didn't see the best of him. And her, I mean, at stud, she probably hasn't done a great deal, but we lost her sort of 15 years of age also. Um, and, you know, she didn't really get a chance. I had one out of her, Strzelecki Wild one. Um, she had, she broke the track record at Devonport at her first start, but... She was a very hormonal mare and, and unfortunately didn't really see the best of her either. But um, Pop's mare wasn't really that well-bred uh, by our captain snooze out of a, yeah. an Atashi mare. So so I think that's why he struggled to find someone who wanted to train her in early days. But thankfully Dick, Dick took her on and did a super job with her and, and here we are. She gave us the bug. Where where did Streslecki Wild one? Where did the wild one what was the who was the wild one uh named after? What where did that come from, Brooke? That was that came after her temperament. <laughs> oh, okay. It wasn't after the trainer's temperament. Oh, well look, some people would say that, but no, I did I did name her after herself, yes. And the Streslecki bit? What like well he was a Polish explorer, we know he discovered Mount Kosciuszko. What where did the Streslecki came from? Uh, the Streslecki comes from, uh, we, uh, my family all originate from Flinders Island and the, the mountain over there is Mount Streslecki. Ah, okay. Um, and I believe back in the day, Pop's first, first trip into harness racing with Dallas Krushka was a horse called Streslecki. Um, yeah. What, the big frost ended up having? No. No, well, he may have. I, I, my memory, I wasn't even about then, so my memory of that's not sure, but he was just called Streslecki, and, and they had another another horse um, Pop did called Star Wes, which um, all the old guys that speak of him, um, you know, thought he could have been the next Hal Wes, but he used to break all the time. I don't know whether Jamie remembers him or not, probably not. No, no, before Jamie's time too, I think. Pop's had a few good horses. <laughs> ja- Jam- <laughs> Jamie's lucky to be alive at 110 over there in Vietnam. <laughs> You're not wrong. But, but I, I do remember another good horse that you had. I had one. They had some great battles. Cat Bay. Um, he's a really nice horse. He had some good battles with a horse called Our Sir Jekyll that I used to own years ago. Oh, yeah. And he's another good yeah. horse that, you know, and like um, went through the was a really good juvenile. Went through to open company, and yeah, you know, he he was, a, you know, he done a good job for the the family as well. Yeah, certainly did, Jamie. They certainly had some good battles. Um, Cat Bay was another one. We never really saw the best of him. He always was crippled by hock trouble, and and he was he was out of a mare that actually probably got us involved in the game. Dad, my dad bought her at the last ready to run sale at Carrick, a mare called Cam River. 
Um, yep. She, it, we thought it was easy, you know. I think he paid three and a half thousand dollars for her, and she won Ivicuses and you know Phillies championships, and was three old filly of the year. And and we thought, how easy is this? And as we all know, we, we were very wrong. Yeah, no, it's, I don't worry, I know exactly the feeling. But there was another horse that you had going back a few years ago that I used to be wanting to know why it was called. It was, it was a horse called Pants Off Friday. He <laughs> um, was another pretty gifted pacer that we never seen the best of, sadly. But um, tell us a bit of a story about where the name come from. That's what people are more interested in. <laughs> uh, well, it was actually an afterthought. Um, as you know, Jamie, when you name them, you've got to put the six names in and I put my preferences and, and on the bottom I just I had a box to fill in and I thought I'll chuck that name in. We we definitely won't they won't give us that and and it turns <laughs> out that we got it and he had a, I had another one called No Undy Sunday too and I couldn't believe yeah, that's it. Right, yeah, him. I remember him, No Undy Sunday, yes, yeah, no, he, he done a good job, No Undy Sunday, yeah. Yeah, she won four or five, she was no star, but no pants on Friday was a probably um, as far as me coming through the training ranks is concerned, he's probably the best horse that I've I've ever put a bridle on. Um, I think he had six starts, four wins, and and chipped a sesamoid in his back leg, and and just it all was downhill from there. Um, you know, I couldn't keep him sound and get him back to the races, but I've still got him at home. He's he's a pretty um, close to my heart. He's a lovely horse, and he's actually the nanny. Uh, for all the young ones coming through, and he's, he he had a few tricks about him. He used to run off the track, and I remember Kate. We used to train with Kate McLeod down at um, Bridport, and we took him late in the three-year-old season. Took him to Hobart to get him. We had to do two trials to qualify to try and win our last three-year-old. And because I've got a four-horse angle load float, we borrowed Kate's mum's double straight loader, and we got to the trials and we couldn't get him out of the float because he'd never. He'd never come out, backed out of a float before. It took yeah. three or four of us to push him off. We couldn't get him out of the horse float. Well, Brooke, <laughs> Fl- I don't know what goes on on Flinders Island, but obviously you've brought some of their traditions over to the mainland with uh, this pants off Friday and no Undy Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of people would say that. They used to actually race over there back in the day. Um, yeah? I remember vivid memories as a as a kid, you know, much like King Island. Um, just showground sort of races. But they used to have a thousand metre track over there and, and all the old timers used to have a couple of horses and, and race I don't know how often but yeah, I remember as a kid going up there and watching Pop at the races he used to drive. On a gallops track or on a dead set harness track? No, dead set uh, proper harness track, yeah. It was a fair, it was actually a really good track. Um going back over there now the track's still there. It was a thousand metre track and he used to get up there with the show and have, I don't know whether they raced for money or it was just Jim Carners or, you know, bragging rights at the pub. But they, um, most of the old fellas over there used to get horses that didn't make it in, yeah, you know, sort of mainland yeah. Tassie and, and race around up there. And they used to race twice a day. Yeah, yeah, well, very good. Yeah. Any, any more for Brooke, Jamie? Oh, no, just to touch on a lot. Brooke always breeds a few young ones. you got to... Oh, and they're all pretty special too. Have we got any nice ones coming through, Brooke, that um, hopefully going to be injury-free and go through to <laughs> have a good career? Because you have had a few issues over the years, you poor bugger. You know, horses going to miss on you and not realising the potential like a lot of us, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's hard to find one, Jamie, as you know, with ability, the will to want to do it and also to, to keep sound. But um, I've got a couple of two-year-olds that I like and... The report's coming from uh, Rodney down in Hobart, um, Ordinary Jane. 
who won the band box. Her first little American ideal filly is showing a bit of potential at the moment. So um, she's about to come home and have a spell. So hopefully she might be one to look forward to in um, this season. No, that'd be great. No, no, ordinary Jane like memory. She won the band box at Big Odds too, didn't she, by memory? Yeah, the second start, another one I had enormous feet trouble with and, and things like that, and she only ended up having four starts and won the band box at her second start. Yeah, obviously, she drew well, but no, she she had her share of ability, so hopefully she can be the one that produces for us. No, hopefully she's the next Cam River coming through, Brooke, because um, Cam River's produced some nice horses over the years, as you mentioned, and um, let's hope ordinary Jake can keep you continue for yourself moving forward and See that name, Brooke Hamlin, in the trainer's list for many more years to come. Thanks, Jamie. Good on you, Brooke. Thanks for coming on and uh, keep naming those horses. <laughs> Not a worry. <laughs> Thanks, Toby. Good on you, Brooke. There's Brooke Hammond joining us. And, uh, Jamie, we did have a few more tips from you. Uh, if you want to go to uh, Hobart on Sunday night, and there's a couple of tips there as well, mate. We'll go in race seven, number eight. He's a rummage. So I just maps to get the right run through. Pretty weak race. And, you know, this is his chance to get in the winner's list again. And Syndical Jermaine in the last. As long as they drive him forward and not go back like they did a few weeks ago, she finds the lead. This is her race, and she'll get the job done in the last for the, for the punters out there. And we'll go on quality, mate. We'll go a bit wide because it's a pretty tough meeting, to be honest. It's the secondary meeting. Uh, first leg will go um, one. First leg, how about one, three, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Second leg, one, two, three, five, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Jeez. Third leg, one and eight. Last leg, three and nine. Flex, you give us forty-eight dollar flex. You give us twenty-five percent. If you want to take another one, we're just uh, eight in the um, third leg and three in the last leg to cut it down and get a little bit more. That's not a bad suggestion either. Might uh, have to get hold of Ben Yole and ask if he'll put 20 or 30 in at Flinders Island and we'll run a Flinders Island Cup next year. Or this yeah, year. well, just goes to prove, just goes to prove, Toby. Just years ago, mate, when racing was just huge, you know, 40, 50, where they used to race. You know, I know some of the tracks they used to race in Tasmania and I was thinking, hell, could they race there? And, you know, going back 40 or 50 years ago, it's just amazing. And it's, it's sad that we've lost a lot of them clubs, them little country clubs, because they're so important to the industry. And the ones that we've got left, mate, you know, all the participants out there have got to keep supporting to make sure we don't lose them moving forward. And, um, of course, there's nothing better than going to the country, a country race meeting, catching up with some mates, having a few properties and a barbecue and backing a few winners. Did you change your genuine bag of me for doing that at the start of this segment? Now you're saying there's nothing better. Unbelievable. Well, well, that's coming from a bloke who don't drink, Toby, too, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Neither, yeah. <laughs> Jamie, mate, uh, thanks again for coming on. Uh, great to catch up with Brooke and hope we can get some winners and should be a good night at Lord Seston. No worries then, mate. Cheers.